Tapes and Scouts, a podcast where two friends review every single movie they watch. Max. Tim. Max. Tim. Max. Tim. Max, you make me so happy. Tim, I agree with you. Aw, I do make you happy. You're right. Yep, you do. I don't know if that'll pick up or not, but that was the chair. (laughs) I swear. Or Tim makes me so happy I get gassy. You pick. It was just so out of nowhere. It was. Just completely lost whatever thought was. Eh, there was nothing in my head anyways. Welcome to Tapes and Scouts. Now, I thought it'd be interesting to point out, we're always like, hey, give us a rating, give us a review. You are searching Capes and Scouts, right? Because that's what the podcast is under. It's all under the Capes and Scouts umbrella, people. I'm just saying. Yeah. Capes and Scouts to help the Tapes and Scouts. Yeah. Go over there. We need to get on to Rotten Tomatoes critics because we you've heard to. what they're doing. You've seen it. You've seen it firsthand every week here. Yeah. Come on, guys. We need to get there. Don't yes. make me break this podcast into its own podcasting. It's a, it's too much work. Would you please? Would you yeah. please? Won't you please? Won't you please? Please, won't you rate this podcast? Bum, bum, bum. You want to go first or you want me to go first? Oh, I want you to go first because yeah. I want to end this oh, thing. Oh, sure. Well, I watched a movie that's part of a trilogy. And I believe you've ranked the other two parts. Whoa. Already on this podcast, so let's complete it with 2020's Bill and Ted Face the Music. Oh, yes, you are putting, you're putting the final nail in the awesome coffin. Ah, excellent whoa. coffin. Rufus. Uh, I don't know when I watched it again. I rented this when it came out through, mm-hmm. I want to say, Amazon. One of the streamings had the ability to rent it. Yes. Uh, one hour 31 is your IMDb Minutes genre adventure comedy music. I love adventure, man. There's... When you do a good adventure movie, it's so good. Totally agree. And it just never happens anymore, but this one's good. Yeah. Directed by Dean Parasot. Sure. Starring the Keanu, starring the Alex Winter, mm-hmm. starring Kristen Schaal, mm-hmm. and of course, William Sadler. I won't forget him. I know you love him. I love William so Sadler. So he's in there. IMDb summary. Once told they'd save the universe during a time traveling adventure, two would-be rockers from San Dimas, California, find San themselves- Dimas. San Dimas I football rules. California find themselves as middle-aged dads still trying to crank out a hit song and fulfill their destiny. Mm. Bullet points. Rented the week it came out. I love that that was an option. Yeah. Reeves and Winter have a blast playing different versions of themselves throughout time. Nice. So they're trying to, eventually they hit, they're they're so close to the end times where they haven't written the song. Mm-hmm. They kind of do this whole like VH1 behind the story thing where they're like, well, yeah, aren't these guys around? Aren't they supposed to be our saviors or something? And it's like, oh, they released a couple albums. They did okay. They're not that good. And it's like, but aren't they the saviors? And uh, Bill and Ted's daughters have their own inventive adventure. So you kind of have two adventures going on at once, nice. which is fun. That's cool. Uh, I would say it's kind of predictable at times, but it's just so much fun. You just don't even care. Nice. So that is a lot of fun. You have a ton of time travel in this. You're going back and forth. You're you're meeting people in history. The fun parts with Reeves and Winter is they 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 cannot figure out how to write the song. So their idea is to go to the future, find their future selves, and steal the song from them. Oh, that's neat. So you get some pretty wild and inventive versions of Bill and Ted. That's cool. As they go into the future, there's also a third plot involving their wives. Like there's so much going on. There's wow. three adventures. The wives is like a smaller part. Yeah. But so much going on in this movie. It is a blast. There is a very touching moment where they acknowledge um, George Carlin. Nice. I really liked it, uh, where they go to basically have a meeting with the powers that be, and they they have the old phone booth, and it's like a relic, like at a museum, nice. and there's like a hologram of him. 
Oh, that's cool. And they just kind of stop and they just lovingly look at it and that's, keep going. That's cool. It's pretty cool. That is cool. It's really good stuff. Did, awesome. you, did you see this one yet? I haven't seen it yet. Uh, I saw a lot of like the makeups and stuff they did for him for it, which were all really impressive. Like some muscle suits and stuff they did for them. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. The muscle suits are amazing. Yeah, they really are. And you you see them throughout. There's an old man version of both of them that's yeah. pretty great as well. Nice. Just they're having so much fun. They're really enjoying it. And I think that's what made me enjoy it even more. It's like everyone in this movie is just having fun. I mean, I pretty much predicted how it was going to go, and I just didn't even care. Right. It's like, it's kind of obvious what they're going to do, but you don't care. Right. And then they play some crazy song, and I'm like, is this the greatest song I've ever heard? Nice. (laughs) I'm like thinking to myself, "Mm, I don't know. Anyways, (laughs) I couldn't save the universe. Uh, This movie's great. Please watch it. If you watch the other two, you should like this. I'm going to say this ranks, um, I don't remember your number for Bill and Ted, the first Bill and Ted, but I'd say this ranks slightly under the first one for me. So we're going to get to these numbers. IMDb 6.2. Rotten Tomato Critics, 82% out of 235 critics. Like I said, this was very early on. This may have changed slightly. Uh, Rotten Tomato Audience, 2,000 some odd people, 72%. And I gave it the 7.5. Nice. It's solid. You'll love it. it. It wraps everything up. Not that it has to be the end, but if it was, you'd be happy. Nice. That's great. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it. Was happy to have it. So I'm glad that it holds up. Exactly. Fantastic. What you got? I got 1984. Oh, it must be some sort of nightmare. That's, it is. <laughs> it's on Elm Street. Oh, no, not that street again. <laughs> but just, that's the first one. Oh, okay. Good. There's no like, little tagline there. Good, good, good. I watched it, 420, blaze it. Sam. One hour, 41 minutes. It is a horror film. It was directed by the legendary Wes Craven. It stars Heather Langenkamp, Johnny Depp, and Amanda Weiss, amongst others. Yeah, Robert England obviously being one of those others. Mm-hmm. <laughs> IMDb movie summary. The monstrous spirit of a slain child murderer seeks revenge by invading the dreams of the teens whose parents were responsible for his untimely death. Mm. My thoughts on this movie is it's so successful at what it's doing. It's such a good idea. It's so well executed. The casting's great. You can root for all the kids for the most part, except for the one douchey Rod. Yeah, well. But he's, you kind of like, you got to kill somebody first, right? It's got to be douchey Rod. It's got to be Rod. England's so scary in this one. It's probably the last time really he's scary in Nightmare Mm. on Elm Street, sadly, at the first one. So, yeah. New Nightmare, I guess you could argue, has scary moments, but I think he's just balls to the walls terrifying in this one. Like, he's not making jokes. Like you pointed out, he becomes Bugs Bunny to point. He's not, right. like, making one-liners. He's just murdering children and laughing about it. Right. Like, that's... Re- There's a difference there between, like, that... Like, he's laughing, but you're not. And then when he's, like, nice hearing from you, Carlos, when he cuts off a kid's ear, and you're like, ah, 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 Freddy, you're so witty. Like, there's... That's not... I don't want to do the little arm swing right. when I do my laugh. I, like, I want to be terrified that this man is murdering children and laughing about it. Yeah, I think it's a different trick to make him serious terrifying for so long over all these movies. But yeah. It seems like there was a lot more at play, as you said in uh, last episode, talking about Nightmare 2. Yeah, it's this one's so good. He's so scary. The Nightmare sequences are all really successful. It's just fantastic at everything. The score is so iconic. That little... The little melody that plays for mm-hmm. Freddy is so creepy. The one, two, Freddy's coming for you is like all this came out of that first movie. The sweater, the cl- the glove, like how iconic is that glove? Like that's the Super. most, the most, like it's not like something you can grab out of a shed. 
Right. Like, this is something a psychopath sat there and tried to design and create and fabricate for the sole reason of murdering children. Like, it's so... Everything there is so... That's what makes this stand out to me amongst the slashers, Mm. is Freddy is scary. Freddy talks, he laughs, he enjoys his work. That's true. A lot of them don't talk. No, most of them don't talk. Leatherface grunts, and that's about as close as you get to talking. Jason doesn't. Michael Myers does not. Sometimes Pinhead will. Pinhead will, but is he a slasher? if, If he's... Sure. If he's already talking to you, you're already in trouble. Right, exactly. You already opened the box. Mm. That's your own damn fault. That's right. So it's, yeah, it's just, he's he's so good. He's so scary. It's just everything about Freddy is so much, there's so much build up to it. He spent time making the glove. He spent time with this, somehow navigating the dream world and getting into where he can kill these kids in their nightmares. Like, all this is so scary and well thought out as opposed to just like, what's going on with this kid who went crazy and started murdering people in a William Shatner mask? Like, not that that's not scary. The first Halloween is fucking great. Yeah. As we've talked about before, check out our yes. Halloween special. There it is. It still holds up. It does. <laughs> it's so good, but this one, just Freddy's just scary, and he he's not wearing a mask. He's burned. Like, it's just horrifying. It's like, man, I want no parts of this. But yeah, it's so good. I love this movie. IMDb gives it a 7.5 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes critics, 53 went back and reviewed it to a 94%. That's good. Audience, 415,588 people gave it 83%, which I think is a little low. I thought it'd be higher. Yeah, I gave it a 9 out of 10. That sounds right. It's so good. You're so good. Not as good as this. Not as good as you're going to get. But we'll get there. I'm going to stall that moment. Please. You're so good. Not as good as this. Not as good as you're gonna get. Oof. But we'll get there. Nope. I'm gonna I'm gonna stall that moment. Please. With this movie, which is a Spanish movie. Mm. See. Si. See, si, it is. Uh from 2020. It's called Unknown Origins. Mm. It's originally called Orgenes Secretos. Muy bueno. De nada. Um, this was recommended to me by Michael Thomas McGee. Whoa. Yeah, that guy. He's like, eh, you should watch this movie. And I was like, all right, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was good. So That's good fair. job, he McGee. He likes literally anything. He so. does. You never know. He, just, he yeah. hates everything. He's a being of hate. He is a being of hate. One-legged hate. McGee, how are you, buddy? So we watched the... I, me, I did not watch it with McGee. <laughs> that would have no. been awesome. Damn it. That would have been awesome. Man, McGee, you're invited to come watch a movie with me, but don't just show up. We have to plan it. <laughs> just shows up I'm ready I brought popcorn let's yeah. do it I'm angry I'm like alright McGee yeah. uh, McGee's a great you're not gonna turn him away I might um, <laughs> uh, come on McGee September 7th is when I watch this your IMDB minutes 1 hour 36 minutes your genre action adventure comedy directed by David Golan Galindo I love that sometimes you have no clue when you watched a movie, and then other times you know the exact day you've watched a movie. Because sometimes I remember to write it down. Yeah, that's And impressive. sometimes I don't, so I kind of, like, guesstimate sometimes. I love it. Yeah. Well, like, with Bill and Ted and David Arquette, I'm like, whatever, I rented them the first week that they were available. Yeah. I mean, whatever. You can look it up if you care that much. That's right. When we watch it is kind of the least important part, except for when it's in 420. We watch them, we watch, yeah, we watch them in the order that, like, it's just, <laughs> we keep a list, and we literally do it in the order we watch really, them. Really, all it shows is you watch way more movies than me. <laughs> I do watch way a lot more. of movies, yeah. So, starring Javier Ray, Veronica Esch, oh boy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, man, I, w- I wouldn't even know how, hmm. X X ish no man it's, it, no I don't know Sorry. starring Veronica Sorry, uh, Veronica. and Braze Efe I think it's Efe sure whatever it's a Spanish movie and I'm bad with names mm-hmm. 
IMDb Summary Madrid 2019 A serial killer is spreading chaos. Anonymous people with no apparent connection are being murdered with while imitating the first appearances of the most famous superheroes. Oh, interesting. Yes. Bullet points. A killer stages murders that are very inventive. Very cool visuals. They're recreating the origin stories, mostly of Marvel heroes. Oh, interesting. Uh, it's actually those heroes. Like, one is for the Hulk, one is for, you know, whatever. Hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure McGee told me to do this because of the one character is a fat comic book store guy. So I think that's what he... <laughs> You'll like it. <laughs> you know, McGee. Best movie ever. Yes, so good. Uh, actual references to Marvel and DC. Fun use of a nerd character. The nerd comic. So this guy who is running this comic book store, his father works at the, for the police, but he's like getting his set to retire. And he he brings his son in as an expert when they realize these murders are kind of resembling superhero origins. Right. It has low moments, but overall, it's, it's empowering to nerds and nerd culture, like huge. Nice. Like, there's a lot of people that do nerdy things and they're like what you do that and they're like yeah every week like the one captain does cosplay no neat and he's like what are you doing here she's like i'm always here on thursdays as we, we meet and i do cos she's like dresses like a sailor moon sailor scout and oh like, wow it's pretty great it's weird but i enjoyed it it's on netflix i believe and i think this movie actually did pretty decent considering hmm. it's weird though the, the the murders are awesome absolutely awesome like they go in there, and I'm like, all right, I'm the comic book guy. Can I figure out what one this is? And sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Oh, neat. I'll do the Hulk one, because I think it's one of the first ones they reveal, and I don't want to give away all the other ones. Right. There is one that I just loved, and I'll tell you when we're done. Okay. But the Hulk one is like a jacked person, a weightlifter on a weight bench, and their head is crushed by the weight bar, like indented in. Okay. And their skin was gray. They made their skin mm. turn gray through some sort of chemical radiation something. They did something to make them gray. And they're like, and there was some other, and they had a clipping of Hulk number one. Yeah. Like, like just like they ripped out the title part of it and left it near the body. So you're like, probably a reprint. That thing's expensive. Right. <laughs> but uh, basically they find it and they're like, what is this? The Hulk's green. He's like, no, he was originally gray. And yeah. like, there's a really good scene where they're investigating an area where somebody's dead and they don't know what's up. And the nerd's looking at the, all this stuff and there's like all these weapons on the wall. They're like, that one doesn't belong. That's from Harry Potter. Or that's from this. Like, they're, He's like figuring out the clues because he's so nerdy. He's like, that doesn't belong. That's the wrong century. Wow. And like he helps him solve the crime and find clues because he's just like, that is what you're supposed to find. That's interesting. It's really weird. It works. It's got a, a weird, it just got a weird flow. But I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. McGee, I'm not mad at you for recommending it. And, uh, just really inventive movie. So you might like it, you might not, but... Interesting. Some cool stuff happens. Yeah. So IMDb score, 6.0. Rotten Tomatoes critics, 64%. It's only 11 people. This was a relatively new movie as well. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes audience, 69%. The best nice. number. Yeah. And I give it a 6.5. It's an enjoyable movie. Nice. So yeah, get on it and watch those awesome superhero origins. Yeah. Unknown. Unknown. So, Tim, you've done your favorite movie. I have. On the podcast. Yes, I'm super ready for this. I have done now, have done, have. I'm going to do. You're about to. I'm about to do my favorite movie of all time. Oh, my God. I'm so and this excited. is the difference between you and I. You fairly ranked your movie as if you were, like, <laughs> being objective. Not what I am going to do. <laughs> this movie is also from 1984. And it's a little ditty called Ghostbusters. Yeah. I watched this in the best month, 420. Blitz! 
Sam. One hour, 47 minutes. It's a comedy. And I did watch this with Sam because she could. She thought she saw it when she was a kid, but she wasn't sure. What? Yep. Sam, we're having a talk. It was directed by Ivan Reitman, starring Sigourney Weaver, Dan Aykroyd, Harold Ramis, Ernie Hudson, Annie Potts, uh, Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis. There's obviously one I'm excluding because he angers me. Mm. Movie summary. Three scientists start a business catching ghosts. That's it. My bullet point thoughts on this movie. Perfection. <laughs> um, I have such a soft spot for this movie. I love this movie when I was a kid. The cartoon came out when I was a kid. Cartoon I the cartoon. Great. This movie just, it's every, like, the reason I say this movie is my favorite movie is because every time I watch it, it makes me really happy. I could be pissed miserable and I can put in Ghostbusters and I, I would venture to say I've seen Ghostbusters over a hundred times. That's awesome. And... I can just watch it and watch it like it's the first time I'm watching it. Like, there's just so much to enjoy. The nuances in the performances from the leads are so good. They're so funny. It's so on the nose. What they're doing is fantastical, but the the tone of treating it super mundane is wonderful. They all do such a good job. All the main characters are so interesting and different. It's just it's such a just so well thought out across the board. The movie, obviously, like when when Dan Aykroyd wrote it, he brought it to Harold Ramis, and they were supposed to be like in space doing crazy shit. And Harold Ramis was like, "Why don't you just make them like like trash guys, like just blue collar everyday dudes?" And then it gets funnier. Right. And they revamped the script. And Dan Aykroyd was notorious did this for Blues Brothers too, where he wrote scripts that were ridiculously long, yep. way too long to be real scripts. Pared it down. They shot way more footage than they actually needed for the movie and had to kind of find the movie in editing. But it's just, it's so good. It's really a movie about nothing. It's got some guys who start a business and when you start a business, some shit gets tough. Yep. That's not really much to it. Yeah. Um, it's so much fun though. It's just, I love this movie. There's nothing more I can say about it. I love this movie too. It's very good. IMDb gives it 7.8 out of 10. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes critics, 73 critics went back and put it a 97%. Mm-hmm. Audience, 1,039 people, 639,696 1, people. <laughs> Give this an 88% criminally low. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> and I am breaking the system again. Oh, my God. And it's because this is my favorite movie. <laughs> my poor system. It is getting a 9.9 out of 10. There's no perfect movie. Can't be touched. This is the closest to perfection Cannot you can touched. get in cinema. Cannot 9. be touched. 9.9. Wow. Out of ten. Wow. Ghostbusters is the greatest movie of all time. Wow. I love it. It's a great movie. I, it's so much fun. Really great movie. It's, that cartoon helped. Like it was a good timing. The toy line was fun. Just everything the Ecto Cooler is so good. Ecto Cooler is so good. Why and it, it, it like stayed along it stayed around so much longer than Ghostbusters relevance as it relates to mm-hmm. the cartoon because it was like the cartoon slimer on it. Yes. Like that cartoon had been gone for a while. Uh-huh, yeah, and you can still get that cartoon slimer juice. So good. Oh my god, so good. When they brought it back for the 2016 movie, drank so much of that. I had one with you. It was great. Oh, so good. I didn't give those to just anybody either. I know. I felt so special. Yeah. I was so happy. All the memories flooded back. Mm. Somebody figure out that recipe. Delicious citrus memories. Ah. <sighs> 